Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Talk Radio Countdown Show with Doug Steffen. Counting down what America's talking about. The Talk Radio Countdown. This is the official Talk Radio Countdown Show. I'm Doug Steffen. Normally, Michael Harrison, the editor and publisher of Talkers Magazine, is here with me, but uh, he's actually is here with me, <laughs> but he's not here with me. If you know what I mean, he's not here in the studio. I happen to be in the studio of WRHU uh, at uh, Hofstra University. I love how clever these call letters are, Jay. Jay Kirshner is uh, with me from the Doug Steffen Good Day program, Radio Hofstra University. I had uh, my, my teeth were cut at WHCR, Heidelberg College Radio. Clever we were then. <laughs> call it, right? That's how you get started. Yeah. Got to start you know. somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Where did you start? I've, you know, I don't think I know that about you, where the first job, I don't think you, when you my, went to school. My work, you... yeah. My, I, well, I actually went to film school. So ah. I studied film and television, a big emphasis on acting, but my broadcast career started with Take Your Daughter to Work Days when it was unofficially Put Your Daughter to Work Days. I opened CDs that would come into my parents' office because they're broadcasters. I interned in high school for a morning show. So I I learned what it was like to wake up at, oh, dark 30, back when I was still a teenager. Uh-huh. Well, people have asked me most of the time on the radio. I've been on the radio for a long time, and most of it has been in morning radio because I, I don't know, I, I don't know why it was because, maybe it was because I'm a farm kid and I've been used to waking up at four o'clock in the morning, getting up at four o'clock in the morning all my life, so it's no big deal to get up at four o'clock and do a radio program or to go milk some cows, it didn't make any difference, we still get up at four o'clock in the morning. Uh, so, and that's kind of, I hear people all the time who do morning radio who say, I'm not really a morning person, uh, but uh, they make it work because they got to have a job or you know, it, it's the it usually is the best paying slot on the radio, uh, but you know you got to have you've got to kind of be up for it. No matter what you do mm-hmm. and what time of day, you need to be well suited for it, and you are well suited for this. So I'm happy to have you with me on the on the Good Day program and here as we I blend appreciate in. being here. Yeah, well, that's a good thing. I'm, <laughs> I would hope that's the case. Anyway, the uh, story list and the people list usually Michael Harrison. Uh, takes to the microphone and goes through that list. But because he's busy organizing his event at Hofstra, it's to us uh, to go up to us to go through the stories and the uh, people. Uh, So if you would like to go through the stories and I'll do the people or I'll do the stories, you can do the people, whichever you would like. uh, Yeah, I'll do the stories. Start at 10 or start at 1? I'm going to start at 10. Start at 10. Count them down. Extreme weather at number 10. You have Elon Musk and Twitter at number nine. Immigration border security at number eight. Number seven is COVID-19. 
Number six, the Russia-Ukraine war. Kavanaugh incident at number five, gun violence legislation at number four. Number three is the January 6th hearings. Number two is the economy. And number one, primaries, Trump and the GOP. All right. People list. Elon Musk is at 10. Putin is at nine. Uh, Professor Kavanaugh, and a man of speaking, I call him Professor. I'd like to thank all the members of the Supreme Court, our experts. They're good teachers. They're learned, etc. So that's why I call him Professor. Uh, Mitch McConnell is seven. Mike Pence is six. Liz Cheney, five. Janet Yellen, four. Chesa Bodine is uh, three. Trump is two. And Biden is one. So I want to take uh, the uh, the Mitch McConnell and Mike Pence combo here, six and seven, and apply that the, those two names and their stories to the January 6th hearings that are going on. And if you give me a minute to organize my thoughts, because I just thought of pairing them all together, I will get to it right after this. All right, 15 past the hour. This is the Talk Radio Countdown Show. I'm Doug Steffen. Without Michael Harrison this week, you'll be back next week. Jay Kirshner from the Doug Steffen Good Day program has joined me. And the uh, I wanted to connect uh, the story of Mike Pence and Mitch McConnell uh, to the January 6th hearings. If you have been watching or listening or are involved in the House committee that's investigating the Capitol riot, they've had their first public hearings this week. They have been quite enlightening. Maybe they've been, some people are going to say that they're too one-sided, they're too anti-Trump, but really the point of having them is to figure out how uh, Trump played into all of this. Uh, Mm -hmm. The evidence has a thousand interviews, all kinds of photos. You saw some of them if you watch the committee. It's all over primetime on Thursday night. Never before seen video and audio. A lot of eyewitness testimony. The police officer, for example, it was there. The documentary filmmaker who recorded all the events. Accounts from former President Trump's aides, family members. Six more hearings are scheduled over the next couple of months, focusing on a different aspect of the riot. So what comes out of this? Um, McConnell has a lot to say. People are asking about leadership, both the House and the Senate. (coughs) Excuse me, why weren't there uh, orders? Why weren't they giving orders uh, Mm -hmm. to have members of the House and the Senate protected? Um, and knowing how f- many people were going to be out there, because it w- it was known that this was going to be a big turnout. So right. why wasn't there already more security? Yeah, they'd known it for weeks. Why, why did Trump yes, had been why whipping them up into a, things out? Yeah, Trump had been whipping them up into a frenzy for weeks, and even the day of this is going to be an exciting event. You know that kind of stuff, uh, which does seem kind of irresponsible when you get right down to it. But uh, you know, there are those people who. They say it's necessary. We've got to have a revolution. We've got to get rid of the bad guys. And the bad guys are always Democrats. And the good guys are always Republicans. And in reality, that's and not the case. And vice versa. As we yep. all know. Right. So anyway, uh, Trump is seen in the uh, in the, the hearing video uh, in uh, as the vote was being taken on January. The reason it was January 6th is because that was certification day. That was the day the... The House and the Senate certified that Biden won the election and would be the next president. And so uh, it was a close vote. And Trump was chiding Pence into getting him to vote uh, to make it, you know, to send it back to the states to have a recount. And Pence didn't vote that way. 
And so that was the end of whatever relationship Trump, Trump had with Pence was over that day. And you can see it. You knew it after the fact. Mm-hmm. You've seen it since then. Uh, and so that bridge uh, was burned. Yep. Yeah, right. Uh, but, you know, Pence was became very outspoken. He was never much outspoken. And you know what? In reality, uh, again, going back to who makes you make your bed and you lie in it. Pence was and I remember saying this any number of times. He was a what I described as a lackey for Trump. It was always mm-hmm. about whenever he spoke, it was always about Trump, 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 Trump. The president wants this. The president's that. And I, the, the, you know, it was clear that he was speaking to the boss or about the boss, and he took no credit for anything. He was a team player, in other words. And for the as a, uh, a thank you, he gets sort of thumped by Trump because he didn't do what Trump wanted him to do because he knew it wasn't right. Uh, say what you will about you know some of the partisanship. The partisanship. Mm-hmm seemingly has gone out the window here uh, for the most part with McConnell he was all over this you know he he wasn't he he said any number of times uh, the new president is Biden he won fair and square and you know he although there's never been any love lost between McConnell and Trump because of the things that Trump has said about you know when you when you say and act the way Trump does you don't have a lot of friends and he sure doesn't and it's kind of showing up now I think if yeah. there was ever, uh, you know, looking at the reality, yeah, fans of what's going- but not friends. Yeah, that's oh, very good. I like that. Fans but not friends. Uh, people who think they went there on January sixth to protect the Constitution. How did they know? Uh, all they were doing was listening to Trump say, "I was robbed of the election." They didn't have any facts. They didn't really know. They had things that they heard, the rumors through social media, but they didn't have any real facts. I must say. What little involvement we had in it, this was, um, I think this was before you were with me, wasn't it, Jay? Were you with me when that took place or you hadn't? No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't here yet. But it's it's been talked about so much. We're we're over 500 days past when it actually happened. And it still almost seems like yesterday because it has been in such focus. Mm -hmm. Well, Trump thinks that he's using this all the notoriety uh, coming from this to uh, launch his next campaign, I think that, uh, if anything, this is going to hurt whatever chances he might have had or may have had, other than those who are the loyalists to the nth degree who want to see him uh, president or dictator for life or whatever. Uh, but uh, he's, I, his, if he ever had a chance after this, he doesn't for being involved in elective politics anymore. At least I don't think he does. I, I can't imagine uh, people... You know, I, I've i never been a big fan of Liz Cheney's father. I thought he was sort of cut. He, he was a little, he had a little more savoir faire than Trump had, but he was a, a manipulator to the nth degree between him and Donald Rumsfeld, man. They were two of the biggest problems the country's ever had. But I think Liz Cheney has been pretty responsible, obviously. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens with her in her reelection bid. All oh, right, for so, sure. Yeah. All right, so we'll continue along here, take some of these other items of interest. Uh, with regard to weather and climate change, Japan is doing something that I want to talk about uh, with all of you, all of us, as we continue here.
counting down what America's talking about. The Talk Radio Countdown Show continues. Back on the Talk Radio Countdown Show, a little different venue this week because we're at the studios of the radio station at Hofstra University uh, on Long Island, one of the great schools, Emerson. I was thinking about Emerson and how uh, people have gone there and said that was a great school, and it is. Uh, I've actually never been into the radio studio there, but I've been invited here a number of times. So in my mind, this is a better place than the other place because I was invited here. (laughs) And they have great (laughs) facilities. So those of you who are parents who have children that are interested in radio, television, film, theater, that sort of thing, it's a great place to uh, examine. Check it out. Hofstra. I love the – how do you spell it? H-O-F-S-T-R-A. Unusual name. Good school. Okay. Sounds great. Meanwhile, back at the ranch here, uh, the number, pretty much every week we have something about weather or climate change, that sort of thing. So listen to this, Jay. The Japanese this weekend are going to drop a gargantuan turbine into the Pacific Ocean so that they can harness what they describe as limitless energy. This has the potential for putting water power back into front and center. And this is something that I've never understood. We have, uh, where I am in New England, almost every old town has a mill next to a river. And the reason they built the mills next to the river is because they could get all the power they needed from the water without having Mm -hmm. to pay for it. They'd install their own turbines, turbines, if you will. The turbines are what the Sikhs wear. The turbine would generate the electricity that was needed for the mill. And so now, and then from that, uh, there were places like uh, the Hoover Dam that was built with these huge turbines. The water that was going through the dam, running the turbines to generate the electricity needed for that area, which included Las Vegas. So what's happened to that? Why have all these turbines been shut down? There were many of them all around the country generating a lot of our power, and they're gone. Where are they? Why yeah. aren't they being used? Uh, so you know, when, when you look at uh, harnessing uh, the water, put the wa- these turbines are going to go into the way down deep near the Earth's crust, uh, the electrical energy, they, because the water's warmer down there, it'll sort of create what steam turbines do. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to tell you that I understand the whole thing. <laughs> but what I can tell you is that it is a brilliant way to get focus back again on water power. And so, you know, you have that. Uh, the um, I brought up, I think, on the food, farm, and family portion of our uh, Doug Stephan Good Day program, Jay, I brought up the fact that the uh, powers that be in California are trying to shut down some of the water flow to farmers so they can kill, in essence, the biggest, that's the biggest industry they have in California is food, farming. Yeah. And so the farmers need to have water. And so the state says, oh, well, we're going to take some of your water away, so thus ruining that business. And And instead of taking the common sense approach, which whenever they're asked, there's never an answer from a politician or a bureaucrat when asked about two things in California. Arizona and New Mexico have water capturing facilities. What do they call them? Cisterns or something like that? It's a 
I forget what the thing is called, but it's a, I think it's a cistern. It's a big yeah, concrete. Right. It's a big concrete tub, if you will. You collect the water when it rains, and you use it for the obvious reasons. Same thing with desalinization. You know, even the environmentalists don't have a real problem with desalinization. So what are you doing? Why so aren't you? What's the holdup? Yeah, exactly. You got oil drilling, drilling wells, uh, wells all up and down the coast of California. So why not purify some of the water? What a bunch of dummies. Okay, it's the 28 past the hour on the countdown. The Talk Radio Countdown. Okay, 34 after the hour, 26 before the new hour. This is the Talk Radio Countdown Show, the official overview of the charts from Talkers Magazine. You can find the charts listed at talkers.com and also at dougstefan.com. The week of June 6 to 10 is in the focus. People say, wait a minute, there's five days in the week. How come there's only four numbers? Duh. January, June 6th is one, seven is two, eight is three, nine is four, and 10 is five. How do you like that, Jay? I'm on top of it. Pretty good. Yes. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I feel like we tend to go to math and it's like, wait a second, 10 minus 6 is 4, but it's mm. like, no, we're not looking at a difference. Each mm. number counts. The The fact that <laughs> January 6th is the big deal, uh, one of the things that came out of, and I, I don't know, isn't it funny? Because I've done this poo-pooing of this <laughs> all along. <clears throat> you haven't listened. Well, you've listened to me a little bit. On the DJ, we don't talk about this stuff much on the DJV. I mean, on the uh, well, we didn't on the DJV show, and we don't on Doug Stefan's Good Day. I don't like to get into a lot of politics because it usually goes no place, and it's not fun in the time of day that we're on, which is early morning and morning drive and mid morning for the most part. Most of the stations that carry us are in there, and people don't want to be hit over the head. Uh, they seem to like it later in the day when you listen to what's around. Yeah. But in the morning, nah, not so much. It's so polit- political talk is so it's just something to be so passionate about, and yeah, opinions I, I uh, yeah. opinions typically go one way or the other. And so if it's not if something's said that's not shared with your own opinion, it can be difficult. And yeah, it's just too much arguing anymore within the parties, across right. parties, right. watching and poli- more to uh, life. politicians fight. Uh, yeah, there's more to life than politics and government and stuff as we find out the list is you know has been uh, more much more varied over the years than it uh, the last year or two it's been all about you know politics and i, I think that came from the trump era uh, and the things the ramifications to our economy that have come out of that and uh, it, all right so i want to get to a couple of things i i, I am going to go back to january 6th for a minute and i think we ought to talk about what happened with Brett Kavanaugh this week. The, um, the, the members of this committee have described it as an attempted coup. That is the January 6th attack. Now, when I hear that, I think of the intention of those words. And the intention, in my mind, of those words is to describe a takeover of the government, something that you would expect in Russia, in China, in some country in the Middle East or down in Africa, 
but I never, ever uh, put those words together in association with my country. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's kind of scary. You think that and, stuff but, doesn't happen here? Well, it's happening no, now. No, I remember, you, you know, because you weren't alive, I remember when Richard Nixon was cast aside, was impeached and resigned, and Jerry Ford stepped in, and in his first speech, his first words were, congratulations to America, ladies and gentlemen, our Constitution works. Those are his words. And I remember it like it was like it was yesterday. The Constitution works, referring to the fact that Nixon resigned and in a peaceful change of power, he, Jerry Ford, became the new president. And there were but there wasn't much support for Nixon at all, mostly because what he had done was pretty scurrilous and and. Frankly, he wasn't a likable guy, so it was easy for people to cast him aside. Uh, you know, you get to this the circumstances that exist today. Uh, Trump's not a likable guy either, uh, but he actually, in many people's minds, including mine, accomplished a lot more. And whatever he's done to get in people's faces, he's been pretty upfront about it. There weren't too many secrets, like with Nixon. You know, mm-hmm. the tape recordings and the, what he called Jews. Oh, Watergate, and how yeah. How referred, yeah, to black people. I mean, he, was, he wasn't he was a nice man. It, it uh, was not great. But the thing about Trump, too, he entered the seat as president a businessman. He didn't come in as a politician. And right. I think that the reason, a large reason why he was voted in in the first place was because people were sick of politicians. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, bearing fruit to that, the politicians that are running things now— uh, Biden doesn't seem to be in control. Every time he speaks, somebody comes after him and cleans up whatever his words were. And he even said, I think in public a few weeks ago, I wish people would stop telling, you know, coming on after me and saying, this is what I meant. Uh, you know, he's the boss, so he should be telling him not to do it. He shouldn't be saying it publicly. Like, I wish people wouldn't. I say what I am thinking, and that's it. Uh, people shouldn't be coming around afterwards and saying, well, this is what the president really meant. The president meant yeah. what he said, like on this program or any other program. We say what we think and what we mean, and hopefully you do in your lives as well. What good is conversation? What good is listening if you're, you know, a lot of the stuff, though, may be reflective on social media, Jay, and that the things that are that appear in social media uh, may not be what people really think. Uh, it's a you know a way to stir things up anyway. Oh, so there maybe, are a lot of people. I actually have a friend who will, he, he's one of those people that will go and chime in on different conversations he sees happening. And he'll say things that he doesn't himself believe, but he just wants to stir the pot because then he wants to watch people freak out and all everyone starts attacking each other. And he just reads the comments. And it's, you have so many people like that. And it's, it's, I'm not, it's not right. It's, it's definitely not right because so many people, people believe what, what anyone says. Yeah, and they it is they don't think for themselves. Heartbreaking. And that's part of the problem with our school system. Yeah. Uh, youngsters are not being taught uh, how to think. They're being taught what to think. So anyway, we've got this partisan argument now going on. The stage has been set with the first hearing. Uh, the political discourse is, uh, is uh, if you'll pardon the pun, riotous, if you will. Some of the Republican Party officials are talking about this as legitimate political discourse. Uh, Kevin McCarthy... 
um, who uh, has been pretty uh, out there. Uh, when somebody from the Republican Party said uh, this wasn't good, he's trying to soften it. Uh, McCarthy, uh, who has said on behalf of some of the Republicans, um, you know, there are a lot of Republicans say it was a patriotic attempt to defend freedom, but it wasn't really. It was mob. It was a mob. Not, and mm-hmm. there's no patriotism involved in being a mob. Uh, just is some of some of the people who who I believe that some a lot there were a lot of people that went there to protest in, yeah, in a good that's manner good. without. I'm all yes. for protesting, but I'm, but it was I'm the other anarchist. ones that had to ruin it for everybody. Right? You don't smash windows. You don't punch police. You don't threaten members of Congress. You don't mm-hmm. uh, put a noose out there and say you're going to hang the vice president if he doesn't do vote the right way. Who does that? Uh, unless you know, there's a lot of uh, stuff. Uh, Unwell people. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, So anyway, uh, Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh. And who's after him? Who is after him, by the way? Who is, you know, there's a lot of people who are upset, obviously, about Roe v. Wade. uh, But does this, is this deeper than that? Uh, And it's, by the way, I don't know. It seems like a lot of this is from after that, the leak of a draft opinion showing the court poised to overturn Roe v. Wade. And with uh, Mitch McConnell is even calling for Senate to pass a bill extending security to Supreme Court justices' families. Mm -hmm. Um, He he said, like, this needs to happen. the Supreme Court justices, they, there needs to be more security. Security needs to be for their family. But, yeah, look look at Kavanaugh, who had somebody who was making threats against him and then actually showed up to his house armed. Yeah. And so what is—so do we have to—are we going to have to pass legislation to protect everybody who's in government? Are we going to have to put a fence around all government buildings? Are we going to have to put a fence around your town hall? Are we going to have to put a fence around all the schools in the country? And if that's the case, then we are lost. We are, as a country, lost. 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 I think that's the only way you can can look at this. All right, let's Mm -hmm. pause for a moment here. As we continue to review some of the thoughts regarding the News Talk Radio world for this week on the Talk Radio Countdown Show. The Talk Radio Countdown. The People List from Talkers Magazine. Doug Steffen here going through a My name is not on the list. At number 10, the name on the list is Elon Musk for rather obvious reasons. Number nine, most of the people on the list are here for obvious reasons. Vladimir Putin is at number nine. Brett Kavanaugh is at eight. Mitch McConnell at seven. Mike Pence at six. Liz Cheney is five. Janet Yellen is four. Sessa Bodine is three. Donald Trump is two. Joe Biden is one. As you can imagine, I don't know if you've been watching these uh, hearings. I have a renewed interest, if you will, in them, given some of the input, some of the video, some of the things that have uh, gone on this past week in the hearings. So it's obvious that's why Donald Trump is at number two and Liz Cheney is at number five. So those things all get explored as we go through our talk radio countdown show. 
This is the Talk Radio Countdown Show. Doug Steffen with the overview, the list of the stories for this week, week of June 6th to the 10th, according to Talkers Magazine. You can find these lists at DougSteffen.com and at Talkers.com. At number 10, the weather, the elements of extremity, if you will. Look at all the things that happened in New Jersey uh, during the past week. Uh, the number nine item on the story list has to do with Elon Musk. At number eight, immigration, border security, that sort of thing. It seems to be almost a natural here every week. COVID is seven. Uh, Russia and the war is number six. Uh, the Kavanaugh incidents number five. Gun violence is four. January 6th is three. That's zoomed back up in my mind to a very important position. I'll tell you why during the course of our countdown. The economy is number two and the primaries number one. Those are the stories this week, according to Talkers Magazine. All right, a couple of more minutes here in our uh, talk radio countdown show. Jay Kirshner, Doug Steffen, the idea of the war and its position on the on the list at uh, number six seems to be going up and down. Uh, there are a lot of dead cities, it would seem, Jay, now in eastern Ukraine that have bis- just been ravaged by the mm-hmm. Russians and their attacks. Uh, and the, you look at, and when I say dead cities, I mean destroyed. There's no infrastructure left. The roads are destroyed. The buildings are all destroyed. There's no power. There's no water. There's no livable conditions. Every home, every business, everything has been destroyed. It's gone. And, yeah, right. Uh, anyway, uh, the uh, this weekend is the 350th anniversary of Peter the Great's birth. Uh, he was one of the uh, great czars, of emperor of Russia, in fact, and he was a big conqueror. So bad Vlad Pukin Putin compared himself uh, to Peter the Great. As, uh, of course he, he did. Yeah, right. Anyway. Um, was that way he was speaking with the young entre- entrepreneurs in Moscow? I think he, so. He also was hinting at uh, further invasions. Yeah, Which, right. of, of course, he, there, yeah. there's nothing to hint about. He, and, this guy, he's going to keep going until right, well, either nobody he's stopping gone him. or he has a, yeah, until he has Nobody's everything. stopping him. This is the vagaries of allowing nuclear power to have gotten where it is. Uh, you know, the individual state has more value than the collective. Well, the United Nations, if it had any teeth, would have long ago taken away from everybody the power to build nuclear weaponry. Uh, now it's out of you know it's out of the box. There's too much of mm-hmm. it. Uh, who knows in whose hands it rests? Uh, you don't trust Putin. I don't know that I trust some of our leaders with the switch, the button, the button, whatever they yeah. want to call it. And uh, and yeah. if you use what, what what purpose would that serve? Because there's just it too destroys much fallout. The, yeah, the earth will everything. survive. Humanity. I mean, it sort of reminds me of old John, uh, an old George Carlin bit. Uh, the earth will survive nicely after we're gone. And so we keep doing this kind of stuff, and that's yeah. what's going to happen. All right, we've done our best to bring you up to date on the stories, some of the, the, the talk and the jargon on talk radio programs around the country. I'm Doug Steffen with Jay Kirshner at 10 before the hour on The Countdown.
We're counting down what America's talking about. The Talk Radio Countdown Show continues. The Talk Radio Countdown. That's the Talk Radio Review with the Talk Radio Countdown Show. Doug Steffen here this week with Jay Kirshner, and I have gone outside the top 10, Jay, to come up with this is something that every once in a while I think is kind of fun to go just outside the top 10 to stories. For example, at number 11 this week, it couldn't fit into the top 10, but it certainly has been on people's minds. The baby formula and the whistleblower, Abbott and uh, the Abbott uh, Pharmaceuticals, the ones that make most of the baby formula, uh, and some uh, government officials were alerted about the concerns of the baby formula by a whistleblower, a former employee mm-hmm. who filed a complaint in February against Abbott. And so you wonder sometimes when somebody like this that's disgruntled files a complaint, is there something real to it? And it seems uh, that there must have been because the plant voluntarily shut down uh, after a number of youngsters were diagnosed with a bacterial infection after they consumed the formula that came out of the facility where this fellow worked. So he must have known something. Uh, so, yeah, and the complaints you know, of the bacterial infections and for infants, uh, it's just so much. Yeah. Well, the baby formula market is huge. You've seen a lot of the uh, freighters that are coming to America, various airports, with hundreds and thousands of uh, bottles of formula coming from Europe because even though the the thing the problem seems to be subsiding somewhat because they're bringing stuff in from elsewhere what's the story of this plant number one question being asked number two question the right question is why does one company control pretty much the entire source of baby formula in the country i think that's a question we all ought to be examining okay so that's number yes, 11 look at what happens when that happens exactly okay number 12 just outside of the top 10 the saudi arabian golf tournament This is the first time they've had a golf tournament, Uh, and so uh, it debuted this past week. First event uh, in uh, the—this is Saudi Arabia, but playing—there's no golf courses, so they're playing in London, apparently, if I've got the story right. Uh, They brought—but the— Yeah, they're Saudi-backed. Yeah, right. But the PGA Tour in America doesn't want anything to do with it, so they're telling— Men who are and women who are part of our L, our PGA tour to not play. So is that holding or some of the people like Phil? Oh Mickelson? yeah, no. The PGA tour has suspended seventeen golfers already, including <laughs> yeah, including Phil Mickelson, yeah, Justin Johnson. Yeah, right. uh, yeah this is a, a big deal for PGA. Yeah. All right. Number uh, thirteen. As we extend the list of the top 10 to perhaps the top 15, just outside of the top 10, monkeypox. That same picture of the black woman with her hands shows up every time there's a story. Every television station, any pictures that you see online, it's the same pair of hands, which tells you something because there are only like 20 people in America who have this. Uh, and a few up in Canada, a few here and there. This has been one of these media frenzies, getting people scared, in my mind, about really nothing. I don't know how you look at it, Jay, but uh, this is a bunch of nonsense. 
Uh, yeah, for, it, you know, it just seems like there's always something. And the latest right. is that there's a third probable monkeypox case under investigation on Oahu in a patient with no travel history. So mm-hmm. trying to figure out where what this happened? one came from. Transferred through sexual contact. and But now there's this week we saw something about it being transferred or transmitted through the air. So that's something to watch. Number 14 on our possible top uh, five extras on the countdown has to do with a Webb Space Telescope. Did you see this? The new, this is the newest of all the space telescopes, and it was hit apparently uh, by what they've described as micrometeoroids, and apparently it knocked it off of its course a little bit. There's some photos that have just shown up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, pieces Dust-sized. of... sized Yeah, right, yeah. A very primitive asteroid. Remember, these things go back more years than you can possibly imagine. Three, four hundred million years, some of this stuff that's floating around out there. Wowie zowie. And uh, number 15 of a possible extension to the talk radio countdown list is Beyonce removing all of her pictures from social media. Why? Yeah, her profile pictures are gone. All the other pictures remain, but her profile pictures are gone, which a lot of times artists will do to signify that, hey, something big's coming. So that's what a lot of fans are thinking. Is there going to be a new album? What's up? Something's in the works. Wow. Do you care? (laughs) Are you you eager to see something new from Beyonce? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, Why not? Yeah. Anyway, well, there it is. Uh, Just outside the top 10, we thought this would be an interesting way to look at some of the other stories this week. The issues on News Talk Radio. The Talk Radio Countdown. The Talk Radio Countdown Show is a production of Stefan Multimedia, produced by Bob K. Sound and Recording. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.